Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Relevant. I'm your host, Trey Slickers, and this is my co-host. I'm Naya Mamarimbing. We're here with our student guest. I'm Manu Ramos. And we're also here with... Uh, Seth McKelvey. I'm the task force chaplain here at Great Lakes. We have to call him Pastor Seth. So, I have a question for our guest. Are you guys leaders or are you guys followers? <laughs> Everyone's looking at me right now. I, I feel like um, I try to be a leader. You try to be a leader? All right, what about you, Manu? Um, I, I think deep down, I'm, I'm, I'm a follower, but I do, I do try to go outside my comfort zone, try to run for positions where I get leadership opportunities. So like class president, senior class president? Yeah. So you're a follower, but you're senior class president. Yeah, it's weird. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, on the conversation of followers, Seth, I think you have some statistics on Gen Z. Yeah, so we're talking about Gen Z, right? So Gen Z is the age group. It's about early 2000s, like 1997-ish to 2012, right? Okay. So before that, it's a different generation. After so that, all of us. Yeah, mm -hmm. so all, everyone uh, here is, is Gen Z. Uh, and here's some stats, right? So I'm going to start out with like the depressing stats, right? Oh. So Gen Z, majority, I don't know if you guys think this way, but majority of Gen Zs uh, believe that uh, the world is going to get worse for future generations. Worse. Majority, 57%. And then more believe that it's going to stay the same or get worse. I, I would also uh, agree with I that stat. Agree. So you all are like, you all are like the future is depressing. Not yes. not depressing, but, but... I mean, that's what it says. It says like it's going to get worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's depressing though. I, I know it, uh, it'll get worse, but I don't think it's going to get more depressing. 61% believe, 61% uh, feel anxious. Okay. 42% uh, feel depressed all the time. Oh. Or the majority of the time, 42%. Uh, Gen Z is, according to a book called The Coddling of the American Mind, a trend based on a study that they did for the book, uh, and that's written by uh, Greg Lukianoff. I don't know how to say that last name, but uh, according to the book, they did a study, and uh, the outside image of Gen Z, like people looking in at Gen Z, they believe Gen Z is lazy. Oh. Um, lazy. And they also, uh, according to the study, it also is like, Gen Z's are lazy. <laughs> so they're saying like they look at lazy and then they are lazy. Well, I think we can see that in the worst for workforce today with that too. I mean, not many people want to work. They're just getting their stimulus checks and laying at home. <laughs> so I think. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, I disagree. I you disagree. do? Yeah. Um, I know, I know you've been seeing a lot of statistics. I actually did some research myself Ooh. and um, I found that actually the Gen Z generation has gone through the most, the highest poverty rates of any generation. And also we we're born um, in like the peak or the time of COVID is when like we're all- Yeah, that's when like Gen Z was like- Yeah, that's when we Being started. developed. Yeah. Or like developing their own self, their own yeah. identity. Yeah, so I, I do believe, I don't think we're like lazy, sheltered, sensitive. I think um, in general, I'm not talking about personally, but in general, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. In general, I feel like we've gone through our share of, of hardships. Wait. So Gen Z, Gen Z, uh, they come up with terms like just to follow up on like the Gen Z being lazy thing. Quiet quitting. How many of you have heard, heard of quiet quitting? Maybe I've heard about I it, but I don't yeah. I couldn't really. You haven't you haven't done it. quiet quitting. What? You haven't done quiet quitting. I don't know. You'd In have the to Bible department. Me. Have you quiet quit? <laughs> I don't know. What is that? <laughs> See, okay. I'm asking so quiet is. quitting is like where you're like quiet quitting is where you're like, um, I'm not gonna work. Like I'm gonna do the bare minimum. I'm just gonna like slowly start to like, you know, not not uh, I'm gonna 
you know, maybe use some company time to be on social media. Um, I'm going to like just barely meet deadlines. We just work like on the weekends. Stuff uh, like that. We work on the weekends. <laughs> so uh, like you kind of like push your like jobs away-ish. Like, yeah. like oh. uh, bare minimum Mondays. That's I, I, another thing from Gen Z. Oh, man. Oh, bed man. rotting. Bed rotting. <laughs> bed rotting. Have you heard of bed rotting? No, I have It's not. where they Gen Z's intentionally be like, this is my time. I'm going to take hours and hours and hours and just lay in my bed with my phone. <laughs> that sounds Maybe pretty Netflix. lazy. <laughs> I'm going like, to be real. Popcorn. That's lazy. Like, I'm going to set intentional time aside just to, like, be in my bed forever. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So those are some of the terms that, like, come out of, like, Gen Z being lazy. I've so, never heard of those. You've never heard of those terms at all? Yeah. Really? Do you think Gen Z are good leaders or are they followers? I definitely think there are a lot of good leaders from Gen Z, the Gen Z generation. Generation Z? Do Gen you think there's a lot of yeah. good leaders? Interesting. Um, good leaders, like like how? I mean, okay, like I'm just thinking about like how Gen Zs are like really, like they're really good at like voicing their opinions, you know? Not, not opinions, but like, yeah, like suggestions and stuff. Yeah, in the age of social media, I think we really see that. <laughs> like a lot of Generation Z <laughs> commenting. I mean, that doesn't make everything. you a good leader. No, no, though. I mean like, but like there's at least for me personally i struggle with like speaking up and like i see like a lot of like um teens from like the gen z like they're like good at like speaking up and like like changing things you yeah know? actually so i said a lot of negative statistics but i just want to like push back and like bring some positivity to the table because <laughs> okay. uh, i also am gen z even though like you know uh gen z are principled they're more likely to be principled than generations before them like gen z are passionate about principles mm. okay. uh they're willing to go deep uh, so Gen Zs are very likely to uh, vote on principle rather than party. Uh, and like they're willing to talk about things like climate change, social justice, uh, mental health. Like those are all passionate things that like things that Gen Z are passionate about. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I think I think the issue with what you're saying, though, is I, I do agree. I do agree with all the social justice, climate change and stuff. But I feel like the the um the source that we're getting our principles from come from come from our culture right like yeah. since everybody's pushing for social mm, claim, yes. change we're gonna we're gonna push for that yeah. is true so I see that. are we really being followers or are we being leaders when mm. we're trying to push for all these things can we discuss an idea real quick the idea that can you be a good leader without also being a follower so i feel like all leaders at some point started started uh, started as a follower like i i know that everyone at least has like a role model or like a person they look up to like someone that they get that they see inspiration from or like someone they get their values a or mentor like, yeah um, a mentor like someone they see their see they can follow or like like take example from you know and i feel that builds to being a leader yeah, yeah. so um, I know in my uh, master guide, I'm working on my master guide for Pathfinders, and Pastor Jeff is my mentor, and I see, I see characters in him that I want to um, achieve in my master guide portfolio, because he's a master guide, he has to sign off on all these things, and I have to bring all my um, share sections to him, and so being like him, who is, I see Jesus through him, and that's where I want to be eventually. So I don't know if can we bring up Daniel chapter three because I think that's a great story. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to summarize it, yeah. So Daniel chapter three, uh, just in summary, remember they're in Babylon. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, they're there on the plain of Dura. Remember in Daniel chapter two, he'd had the dream, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar had had the dream. 
And then in Daniel chapter three, he wanted to change the dream. He wanted to build that golden statue um, where everything was gold, right? So he sets it up. And I mean, you guys know the story. They're brought in uh, and they're told, you know, when you hear the music, you need to bow down. Music plays, everyone bows down except them. Uh, and they get turned in. Uh, he gives them another chance. They say, no, uh, we're not going to. And then they get thrown into the fiery furnace. Yeah. And like, they literally stood up for what they believe. Yeah, they, they were teens at this point too like mm -hmm. they were they were still our age and it's kind of like i know in bible class we're talking about dying for the bible mm -hmm. i know at least in junior bible and these guys died for i would say less than the bible in a, in a world of shoe tires they chose to stand they didn't end up dying but yes yeah, they were about to <laughs> they were they they made the conscious choice that they would rather die mm -hmm. than yeah yeah, I, I think the um, idea that a lot of Gen Zs live by is, oh, they would want to be like the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They would want to like stand up, go against um, like what everyone's doing, right? Yeah. But I think um, another issue is that everybody's doing that. You know, everybody's standing up. So, but what are they standing up for? Yeah, you know, they're standing up for whatever whatever they feel is is like good. They want to do. They're making up their own their own ethic and stuff. They're not basing um their they're not basing their principles off the Bible. They're basing it off of social media influences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even like going off of what you said about um how Pastor Jeff's your mentor, right? You're developing a a close relationship with him, right? I think um what I've been seeing a lot of in our generation is we're building like very shallow connections with our mentors. Like we're building we're we're getting inspired by social media influencers celebrities stuff like yeah. that. yeah um so you you brought up gen z again and ultimately gen z i really hope is the generation to bring jesus back to earth that can reach all the nations mm -hmm. and the boomers couldn't do it millennials couldn't do it gen x couldn't do it i really don't think gen z can do it but they just need to step up and maybe start focusing and get the right leader. Yeah, and, and the question is, I think, um, what makes us different from the un other generations? Because, you know, in Ellen White's time, they also thought Jesus was gonna come in their lifetime. My parents' lifetime, they, they thought that they were gonna come then. You know, now it's now it's um, our turn. What, what makes us different? What sets us apart from the other generations, you know? I think that ultimately, it's the importance of, you know, we're talking about leadership and being a follower, right? I think that oftentimes in our minds, those two things are separate. Like you can't be a leader and be a follower. Like, yeah. like don't be a follower, don't be a follower, don't be a follower, right? But you have to be a follower. Yeah. You have to be a follower. Um, and it's, it's who you follow, right? That's gonna make the difference, yeah. right? And I think that what you brought up is good. I think a lot of times in our generation today, uh, we are following things, but they're the wrong things, mm -hmm. right? Or uh, we, we do have people as mentors, but they're the wrong mentors with shallow relationships, right? Uh, and in reality, we have to, uh, in order to be effective, we have to follow Jesus, right? Bef before we can be an effective, be, a, be an effective leader. And that's, I think that what, what, uh, what can set, you know, what can set someone apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point, Pastor Seth. We're kind of running out of time. So I'd like to give the audience a charge real quick. What are you going to do to stay relevant this week and make a difference in this world of followers? I would like to thank our guest, Manu Ramos and Pastor Seth McKelvey. And until next time, Relevant out.
Relevant was hosted by Trace Lickers and co-hosted by Naya Mamaringmi. Our guests were Manu Ramos and Pastor Seth McKelvey. Today's show was produced by Alexander Winkler and recorded on the campus of Great Lakes Adventist Academy. Don't forget to check out our website where you can send us a message or learn more about our show. Thanks for listening.